Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are. Welcome to a new episode of my podcast. <clears throat> Today is day three of my Kindle Scout campaign, and I did get to take a look at my stats. And I have over 600 page views, and I had hit one hour so far of hot and trendy. So seeing that my book made it into hot and trendy um, is definitely lighting a fire under my butt. Um, Today I'm going to be spending it looking for places to advertise um, my Kindle Scout campaign, urging people to share, things like that. So since we're on this um, kick here, I wanted to talk about investing in yourself and your book. I want to talk about um, <clears throat> the big, the big thing. So, a lot of people think that just writing a good book is going to be enough. That your book is a big deal. That it alone, just the words you've put down on paper should be enough to propel your book into the eye of the public. And sure, you could absolutely have the most amazing, amazing, amazing book. Okay? People could stumble upon it, sing its praises, but it could go nowhere. And You know, I've spent my fair share of time in Facebook groups, watching them grow, watching the posts that people are making, the kind of people that are posting. And, you know, no matter what the background of an author is or where they're from, whether they're from India or Africa or America, the UK, anything like that, there is just one simple goal that we all have, and that is to be successful. And being s- successful is, is, it's important to everybody, you know. We want our, our words to actually make it out there. We want to make an impact. We want to see revenue. We want to see something happening because of it. <clears throat> so I started paying more attention to these posts talking about how they aren't getting any sales and they're not sure what they're doing wrong. And there are three parts to making a book successful. Now you have a blurb. Your blurb should be captivating enough um a blurb is really hard to work on I'm at a point where I'm just like okay this is where it's at I'm just not going to touch it anymore because I will literally obsess over it for too long and it will become unhealthy (laughs) I I overthink things and I try to be as perfect as possible to the point where it can really just kind of mess with me so I try to not do that Um, But you want to make sure that you're reaching out to your writers groups and saying, hey, here's my blurb. What do you guys think? And at some point, the majority of the reaction is going to be good. And you have to keep it in mind that your book is not for everyone. 
not everyone is going to like your book. You know, people who read Christian fiction are not going to read um, about, you know, banging your teacher. (laughs) Stuff like that. So there are some people who don't want to read that. Whereas people who are into like the dark occult kind of stuff most likely are not going to go on the other end of the spectrum and read very religious fiction like that, Christian fiction and stuff. And some people in both of those categories might not like thrillers. You know, your book is not for everybody. It's not going to please everybody. You are going to get a negative review at some point in your author career. And we'll get into what I think about negative reviews later. But the blurb is, I I would put your blurb at number three of importance out of the top three. Okay, so we have a good blurb. That's good because people are going to wonder what your book is about. It should be something that's easy to read. You should be able to understand the plot. You should create curiosity and desire to find out what the rest of the book is about and once you have that you're good to go the second most important thing ties for me at number one these two go hand in hand and without the other you might as well be thinking so When you go to a bookstore and you're facing all of these books looking at you and you're looking back and you're thinking to yourself, you know what I'd really like to read? Uh, A young author, you know, a young adult novel about vampires. Boom. It's super popular. So you waddle into the aisle and you are faced with like, 50 books and you're like oh shit how do I pick chances are that when you're scanning over these books the first cover that catches your eye in a way that is very interesting you are going to pick that book up a cover is so important okay People judge a book by its cover. People say, don't do that. But I don't think they meant real books because people do it. Okay? People care what is on the cover of your book so much that it can make or break a sale. And I am so guilty of it. I need to have a book that looks captivating, interesting. I need you to give me a reason to click or to open your book. And it's even more so on Amazon or Apple Books or whatever it's called. Online, your cover matters so much more than I think in a bookstore. You get one inch to dedicate to your cover, to capture the attention of someone who is scrolling through thousands of books. Okay? One inch, one moment, 
that's it. And the thing that I'm seeing a lot of new authors doing is they are not investing in a cover artist. A lot of people think that they can just take their imagination, slide into Photoshop or Word, and create a cover. When there is so much more to creating a cover than doing that. If you pull up your genre on Amazon and you look at the top 100, you are going to see a consistent theme in those covers. You, as much as you might not like those covers, for example, romance, not a lot of people really want to stick a shirtless guy on top of their book. Okay. I'm not really a fan of it. Um, It feels really cheesy and cliche to me, which it is. In my opinion, it really is. Um, But it is what makes your book sell. It gives the reader an idea of the content in your book just by giving it a glimpse. So what happens when you have somebody that doesn't know what they're doing? They are going to put out a book cover that looks extremely amateur. You're going to have conflicting images, font that doesn't read well, font that just blends in to the background. And you have to remember, you only have an inch. That's it. You have one inch to make an impression. Okay? And if your words are blending in with the background, or if your cover is too busy, or if your cover just is so bland it doesn't attract attention, your book is going to get looked past. Nobody is going to notice that your book is even sitting on a virtual shelf. And somebody might look at your book and somebody might think it's a joke and pick it up and share with their friends, like, look at this cover, it's so bad. I've seen it. I have seen people do that because they think it's funny. A book cover is so important to invest in for your career. Because if you're not putting your best foot forward, if you are not dressing up for the occasion of getting into the literary battlefield with other authors and trying to put your book first, you are going to not make it. Now, I get it. Book designers can be expensive, okay? People spend sometimes thousands of dollars on artists. I am in a Facebook group where the minimum bid for a pre-made cover goes for $400 on it on their auctions. But their artwork is amazing. Their ability to blend, pick out the right images, pick out the right fonts, really convey a story in that image is amazing. Um, I recently saw this cover artist put out amazing, amazing work. I wish that I, um, 
had their page in front of me because I seriously think that people should take a look at their work. It is amazing. Um, I don't want to, like, guess at what their name is because that would... That would make me mess up and I would end up lying. (laughs) So your cover is so important. And when it comes to cover artists being expensive, my alternative for that other than obviously saving, and it might take you months to save, okay? And I get that those months you're sitting on your book are going to kill you inside because you want to publish now. You want to start the process now. You want to get sales now. You want to share it with your friends and family now. Sometimes now is not the time. Sometimes you have to wait to be able to put your best foot forward. Okay? So sometimes right now, you know, you have to wait. But hiring a graphic artist is probably the best thing you can do for your career. Now, if you have an artist that you love... And you are so lucky enough to love an artist who does pre-mades. A lot of these artists offer, um, what do you call it? Pre-mades that are less expensive than it would be to actually hire them. Now, the person who did my cover, Mariah Sinclair, is so, so freaking talented. She is amazing, you guys. And she does a lot of pre-made. She is always keeping her catalog updated with really great grabs. Like I I pimp her her Facebook group out as much as I possibly can because she has amazing content. Um her pre-mates are usually under a hundred dollars and I think that is a great value for a graphic designer especially someone as talented as Mariah she's really giving her customer base a chance at getting a professional beautifully made cover for a relatively affordable price shop around do some digging join Facebook groups because cover artists have their own groups, okay, where they post their stuff. They post sales. They post deals. You cannot rely on your writing groups to be able to see those deals. You want to join theirs. That is my best advice for cover art, okay? But make sure that you're going with somebody that has a good reputation. Make sure that you look at their work before you hire them. And if something feels wrong, communicate with them because they're not going to know what you're thinking, okay? Now, the second most number one important thing is get yourself an editor. Now, I've been working with my editor closely. Um, She's a really great person. I really enjoy her. I think she did a great job. Um... You want to make sure to find somebody that you know really gets what you're doing, okay? You want to make sure that the editor that you're working with gets it because if they don't get it, they might not enjoy your book. 
you know, and an editor who doesn't enjoy your genre is going to feel, at least I think they'll feel like really forced to read through. They're not actually giving the perspective of somebody that would be reading your book, which I think is really important because you want an editor who's going to not only enjoy doing their work, which is editing, but also be able to give you feedback, especially if you're going in for developmental edit where they're pointing out loopholes and plot holes, like, plot holes and things that are missing or hey your character isn't that relatable stuff like that you want somebody who's actually enjoying the genre that you are writing to be able to give you that perspective now editors are pricey too really pricey like some of them have crazy price tags attached to their name but just like graphic designers they are educated they have spent so long learning their trade that it's almost impossible to ignore that and with experience comes a price tag and i get it just like cover artists you have to save editing and cover art are the two are the sandwich with your blurb just in the middle i guess but they are the foundation of your book meal i guess it is so important to have a professionally edited book so that when you open your first page is not glaring with errors of like own instead of one and two with one o instead of two o's and things like that like you want to make sure that you have somebody who is going over what you're writing somebody who is correcting the errors of your ways (laughs) things like that it's so 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 important and i feel like people kind of brush this off they say hey we're just gonna use pro writing aid and that should be enough but sometimes it's not enough because you need humans will always read the way things are meant to be read versus a computer. A computer just looks at data. It just corrects what it thinks it should. And that's that. Where a human can correct the errors made in a relatable way. Now, if you're confident enough in your own skill and you want to put it out there, that's up to you. Nobody is going to tell you to ignore your own ability but i i think that everybody should have an editor looking at their stuff i i just that's something i firmly believe in i think it is a really important thing so that's just how i feel about that um so so yeah i think that it's important to have a great cover i think it's important to have a great editor I think those are definitely two things that you should be investing in in order to bring your book to life. With that being said, I am going to go ahead and end our episode for today. I have some things that I need to go and do today because we have some marketing to get done. I'm hoping my next podcast will have some marketing information for you guys on what I'm doing next, but we'll see. And um, 
don't forget to keep your eye out on that Kindle Scout page and have a good one. Bye, guys.